My name is Stephen Sindoni. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast of The Great Fire of 1835, New York Revealed. By 1835, New York City was the premier American city. Its financial prowess surpassed that of Philadelphia and Boston. The opening of the Erie Canal ten years earlier connected New York to raw materials and international market hubs. Over half of the country's exports left through New York Harbor. More than a third of American imports arrived here. Railroad terminals were rapidly built within the city to facilitate commerce. Insurance companies, investment firms, real estate companies, and others made New York City their home. The city's population had swelled by an additional 140,000 in the past decade. But the fire department's growth in the 1820s and 1830s had not kept pace with the growth of the city. The fire department had only added 300 more firemen. The firemen numbered 1,500 with 55 engines, six ladder companies, and five hose carts, which could not protect the growing number of New Yorkers. The city's residents, as well as firefighters, still had to rely on neighborhood wells, 40 strategically placed fire cisterns, and an inadequate reservoir located at 13th Street and the Bowery. The cholera outbreak in 1832 and 1834 hastened the city's plans for building the Croton Reservoir which would have brought clean water from upstate Westchester County into the city. Throughout the summer and fall of 1835, the fire department had been kept quite busy fighting numerous fires. In fact, on December 14th, the entire fire department, 1,500 strong, had spent the freezing, miserable evening fighting two large fires which destroyed 13 buildings and two shops. The city's fire cisterns were nearly empty and his firefighting force exhausted when disaster struck. On December 16, 1835, the fire began in the evening on a five-story warehouse at 25 Merchant Street, now called Beaver Street, at the intersection with Pearl Street between Hanover Square and Manhattan. The snow-covered city was experiencing gale-force winds blowing from the northwest towards the East River with temperatures as low as minus 17 degrees Fahrenheit and the East River frozen solid. Firefighters had to cut holes in the ice to get water. Water then froze in the hoses and pumps. Firefighters who were called in from Philadelphia could see signs of fire 90 miles away. At 2 a.m. the United States Marines with gunpowder from the Brooklyn Navy Yard blew up buildings in the fire's path destroying 700 buildings. The losses were estimated at $20 million, which in today's value would be in the hundreds of millions. Miraculously, only two people were killed. Interestingly enough, investigators did not assess blame and reported that the cause of the fire was a burst gas pipe that was ignited by a coal stove. In my opinion, a very convenient explanation. Within one year's time, all the wooden buildings were replaced by large stone and brick ones that were less prone to widespread major fires. The fires also prompted construction of a new municipal water supply, now known as the Old Croton Aqueduct, and a reform and expansion of the fire service.
This was the last great fire of New York. Rumor has it that the first great fire of September 21, 1776 of New York was set by Nathan Hale, who was later hung for espionage by the British. There are others that believe that the second fire was orchestrated by the U.S. government in 1835. After researching this story, the question that enters my mind is, why would the U.S. Marines be called in to blow up 700 buildings? It does make one wonder.